Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. In this edition of our podcast, we reflect on our daily scripture reading from Proverbs, along with our saints for this day, the 27th of March. We'll also reflect on fasting, true fasting, and its purpose in our Orthodox spiritual life. This is The Journey to Pascha. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Help Nourish the Soul Proverbs chapter 14 verses 15 to 26 The simple believes everything, but the prudent looks where he is going. A wise man is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool throws off restraint and is careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, but a man of discretion is patient. The simple acquire folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbour, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbour is a sinner, but happy is he who is kind to the poor. Do they not err that devise evil? Those who devise good meet loyalty and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to want. The crown of the wise is their wisdom, but folly is the garland of fools. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who utters lies is a betrayer. In the fear of the Lord one has strong confidence, and his children will have refuge. Lives of Our Saints The Holy Marta Matrona An orphan, Matrona was a servant in the home of a Jew in Thessaloniki. The wife of the Jew continually mocked Matrona for her faith in Christ. She tried to persuade her to deny Christ and attend the synagogue. But the meek Matrona went about her work conscientiously and said nothing to her mistress. In secret, she prayed to Christ the Lord. On one occasion, the Jewess discovered that Matrona was attending church unbeknownst to her. In anger, she asked her why she did not attend the synagogue rather than the church. To this, Matrona replied, because God lives in the Christian churches and he withdraws from the Jewish synagogues. Furious at this bold reply, the Jewess beat Matrona, locked her up in a dark room and bound her hands. The next day, as Matrona was kneeling in prayer and glorifying God, her ropes fell off 
by the power of God. On two more occasions, she was locked up again. In the end, she died of starvation. This evil Jewish woman then took the body of the holy maiden and held it to the ground from the roof of her home. Christians took the martyr's body and buried it with honour. Bishop Alexander, learning of the many miraculous works of this holy martyr, erected a church over her grave. The evil Jewess received her just punishment. When standing at the same spot from which she had held Matrona's body down, she slipped, fell to the pavement and was smashed to death. The Venerable John the Clairvoyant John was a carpenter until his 25th year, and then, driven by an insatiable desire for constant prayer, he withdrew into the wilderness. There he lived until his death at age 90. He was a corporal man, but lived as an incorporal being. He discerned the heart of every person who came to him, and knew his name, his desires, and his thoughts. He prophesied the outcome of his battles to Emperor Theodosius. He prophesied for generals, monastics, and all who found it necessary to know what was hidden for them in the darkness of future days. A prince once begged John to receive his wife, who especially wanted to meet him. The saint refused to satisfy idle curiosity, but appeared to the wife of the prince in a dream showing her his appearance. When the woman described her vision to her husband, he confirmed that, indeed, this was the likeness of the saint. To every visitor, he taught humility as the basis of the virtues, always citing examples from life on how pride has brought many exalted men down to dust and led them into serious sins. He endured many assaults of evil spirits, on one occasion, Satan appeared to him with a myriad of demons under the guise of shining angels. They pressured him to worship Satan, whom they represented as Christ. But John answered wisely, I bow down and worship my King, Jesus Christ, every day. If that were he, he would not demand me to do so now, especially since I already worship him. Following these words, the evil powers vanished like smoke. He reposed peacefully, kneeling in prayer in his 90th year. The Venerable Bafnutios Bafnutios was a disciple of St. Anthony the Great. By his sanctity of life, Bafnutios converted many sinners to the path of repentance, such as St. Thais, who is commemorated on October 8th. Bafnutios resembled an incorporal angel more than a man. He died near the end of the 4th century. Orthodox Readings and Reflections for Lent From Lichnos, the periodical of the Greek Orthodox Christian Society
fasting is an integral part of our Orthodox Christian life and is a spiritual exercise that when we embrace it, teaches us self-denial, strong willpower and discipline. The purpose of fasting is not simply to give up things, but rather to practice self-discipline in a day and age when we are consumed by food, with a plethora of diets, cookbooks, TV shows, eating disorders, medical intervention treatments, we often allow food to control us. We fast as a sacrifice to improve our self-control. By being more disciplined with our physical desires, we become freer to use our life to serve others and not simply to serve ourselves. Our Orthodox liturgical calendar demonstrates the Church's great wisdom, outlining prescribed fasting days for the benefit of our souls and bodies to bring us in closer communion with the living God. We are reminded in Matthew chapter 4 that man does not live by bread alone. There are four main periods of fasting during the year where we abstain from meat, dairy, fish, and sometimes oil. First, the Great Fast, Lent, which begins seven weeks before Pascha. Second, the Fast of the Apostles, which starts on the Monday eight days after Pentecost and ends on the 28th of June, the eve of the Feast of Saints Peter and Paul. This fast varies in length from one to six weeks, depending on when Pascha falls. Third, the Dormition Fast, from the 1st to the 14th of August. And fourth, the Christmas Fast, 40 days from the 15th of November to the 24th of December. In addition to the above periods, we fast every Wednesday, in remembrance of the betrayal of Christ, and every Friday, in remembrance of his crucifixion and death except between Christmas and Epiphany, during Bright Week after Pascha, and during the week after Pentecost. We fast also on other important days during the year, such as the Exaltation of the Holy Cross, September 14th, the Beheading of St. John the Baptist, August 29th, and the Eve of Epiphany, January 5th. It is worth remembering that Adam and Eve were expelled from paradise because of their lack of fasting, eating of the forbidden fruit. True fasting goes hand in hand with increased prayer and almsgiving. Fasting helps us to pray more fervently and to have compassion for the poor and hungry. hope that you've enjoyed this edition of the Journey to Pascha, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org.au, where you can find more Orthodox articles, talks and podcasts 
to help you on your journey this Lent towards the resurrection of our Lord. Mm-hmm.